Real Life Street Stars, man. Yeah. Me personally, I got to ask because my son, he ran for Fort Worth and Stop Six. Y'all niggas is fast as fuck, man. Did you run track? I got police speed. Nah, man. <laughs> I could get away from the cops. Yeah, for sure. Nah, for real. Probably not. I would say used to. Probably not by right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. What's the highest fence you think you've ever jumped over? Don't say no picket fence. <laughs> nah, I didn't jump some fists. Have you had to run from a dog? You ever just, oh, yeah, I'll oh, tell you. Everybody, everybody run from a damn dog. Um, man, DJ, I see you got your uh, your son with you, man. First and foremost, uh, happy belated Father's Day. Appreciate it. Uh, Appreciate you know, it. fathers don't get a lot of love in June, but, you know, we're going to spread all the kind of love. Are you a single daddy? Or mm, uh, I ain't with nobody. Oh, okay. Wait, wait, okay, okay. Wait a minute. All right, so. All right. I mean, I mean, yeah. I got uh, three kids, three baby mama. Okay. Three kids, three baby mamas. How would you rate yourself as a father uh, if you were to give yourself a grade? Oh, from one hundred, I'm a hundred. Now, now, keep it real. Did you get a Father's Day gift? Nah, I won't. Know. Did you feel some type of way? Nah, this is my gift. Oh, that's what's up. Nah, uh, nah, wait, nah, wait a minute. We ain't gonna settle for that. <laughs> nah, yeah, no card or nothing. No mama nah, didn't make no. I wasn't tripping on that. Right, right. Right. But if you were, if you were to request a Father's Day gift, what would what would be something that was adequate? Cha-ching. My mama. Oh man. Ooh. Wow, man. That's real. Oh. Oh. Man. Man. Hey, man. Hey. Yeah. There's a story. There's a story there. Man, for those that are Dev Dunn Superman, uh, you know, people are gonna see you on this couch right here and they're like, oh man, you know, we've been trying to get his story for a minute. Yeah. Um, I want you to quickly run through as far as some of your accolades, as far as even what got you on this couch, because we're we're about to go through there. Yeah. But where may some people know you from or know you as and you know, I'm Stop Six DJ. Uh, OG Blood and killed my mama when I was 11 years old in front of me. Man. man. And, you know, I've been cool with Charleston, you know what I'm saying, for a long time. You know, just chilling before all of everything that's been going on, been doing them, been by my side for a long time. You know, we always talk about it. And that's how I'm here. So let's talk about that right there, man. Uh, for those that may not know the geography of Dallas Fort Worth, uh, where is Stop Six located? Um, what are your affiliations to Stop Six as you were a kid? Uh, Did you always live there? Was your family generations uh, living there? Yeah, I'm a Moor. We got a big family. Yeah, heard about from the Stop, Moors from Stop Six. Yeah, you know, low key, my cousin Kenny yeah, B. Shout my out low key. Stop yeah. Six low key. Yeah, my oh cousin. man, shout out to them, bro. That's that's he yeah. one of them ones that they came through here that yeah. really impressed Kenny us. Kenny B. Sure. My cousin. Shout out Kenny B. Got um, love man, for him. Max. Yeah, my cousin. They are my they are my cousin. I'm older than them. Wait, so everybody just kind of family out there that yeah, decided to rap or something or? Just about, you know, you got stop six to south side, right? West side, you know, just like every other hood, you know. But born and raised in stop six. So tell me about Kenny B and stop six daddy, because I seen him do interviews and they, from what I hear, and he's like an OG out there. You know what I'm uh, saying? Yeah, he, he OG. <clears throat> so, know. what about your pops? Do you know who your pops is? Oh uh, yeah. Where where was he at as far as uh, throughout the stop six? Uh, my dad been incarcerated a lot. Mm. You know. Mm. So mama had to hold, hold it down. Yeah. Man, man um, I'm really a granny baby though. Okay, okay. Um, man, you, you brought up your mother, man, uh, and that's one reason even when Charleston was uh, speaking on you as far as telling us your story, and uh, we kind of want to just jump off the back with it because I want to have this make sense throughout your whole story. Okay. Um, you saw uh, your mom was gunned down. 
Yeah, shot 14 times in front of him. I was 11 years old. In front of you? Yeah. Um, do you mind kind of t- taking us through what that was? I know 11 is young, uh, but again, things like that, memory probably sticks a little bit when you see something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, before you even take us through that, uh, was your mother involved in the game at all? Like, was nah, she? My mama had before my mama died. She had four jobs. Four jobs. Uh, brothers and sisters, you had. Uh, yeah, I got uh, mama's side. I got three sisters. So you and three sisters, she yeah. taking care of. Three sisters. Um. Yeah. If you don't mind, as far as uh, can you walk us through that situation? As far yeah, as I what got... happened with your mother, you being eleven years old. Yeah. Okay. It started at. Uh, I was raised by my by my grand, my grandmother, my daddy mother. So uh, when I was born, my mother gave me to her on the strength of my daddy because he wanted me to stay with my granny. But she always took care of me. I, she stayed in Arlington, my mama. Yeah. So I used to go back and forth to a stop six to Arlington. And, uh, when I turned 11, about sixth grade, uh, I wanted to stay with my mama. So my, um, my granny was in the hospital. She let me go stay with my mama. I got in some trouble at school, started a game. Started a game? Uh, yeah, started a game at, uh, at school in Arlington. Uh, we had that parents' conference. Uh, my mama, my daddy, and, uh, and the principal. So we were having a, uh, a a parents' conference. We was having a parents' conference, and um, his name, uh, his name, his name is uh, they know everybody know him by evil, but his name is Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne. You know what I'm saying? So he walked in. He seen us in the um, parents' conference. He got mad because my daddy was. Sitting on the couch, uh, sitting on the, in the prison box with my mama. So that's what I was sparking off. Oh, so damn. Um, he um, called out the principal's office during the meeting and took her to the restroom. And my sister was in the restroom. I got a sister by the name of Piggy. She was in the restroom, and she caught him cutting my mama behind her ear in the restroom at the school. Damn. So, um, oh, get it. When she came, I see him. I see him. It's okay, son. That's a daddy for you. That's a daddy. Yeah, for you. <laughs> so, uh, hey, that's a daddy for you. Gonna, you. <laughs> protect at all costs. Bro, I see it. I see it. I see it. Protect at all costs. <laughs> yeah. Boy. Boy. So, so anyway. Uh, my sister called him. Called him uh, oh, yeah. No, find out the time. Leave us on. Sit up. So um, basically, my sister um, walked in the restroom. I'm cutting my mama and stuff. So they came out. My mama was crying. My daddy asked what was wrong. She wouldn't tell him. So we got to my granny house. My granny came outside. She see my mama crying. She asked her, "What's wrong with you?" And my mama told her. She was like, uh, "We call him evil. You know, OG blood." We call him evil. Yeah. She was like, evil uh, cut me at school behind my ear. He said, if I tell anybody, he's going to kill me. Damn. So at the moment when she was telling him, uh, she was telling my granny that evil was calling my mama's phone. So my granny grabbed the phone and was like, shit, motherfucker, you put your hands on my daughter, and you better stay away. Ooh, ooh, and hung up. So by nine o'clock that night came, my mama was making chili dogs. We all ate. My sister then was in the room. I had ran back in the kitchen to help my mama clean up. But before that, I was going to the restroom, and you know how it's dark outside. You got the restroom light on, and you can see like shadows. If somebody passed your window, you can see shadows. Yeah. So how how our house was, it's the restroom, and if you walk past the restroom, you'll walk past the kitchen window, and then the back door window. So when I seen a shadow go by, I ran in the kitchen with my mama. 
I started helping her clean up. So I started washing dishes. So he came past the, sh uh, uh, the kitchen window with a sink in. It's, a, it's the sink and a window, you know, yeah. the light be right there. He walked past it. So me, I don't say nothing. I just follow the shadow. When I get to the back door and then I look out the screen, he right there with a gun. So at that moment, I was like, mama, watch out, you got a gun. And the shots just rang out. You know what I'm saying? I tried to run and grab a puller to the ground, but by that time she was already hit 14 times. So um, that's how it happened. Like, how old was your mother at that time? 25. 25. Yeah. Um, 25. You're 11. Yeah, I was 11. Um, was she? I mean, she. And you're the oldest, right? No, I'm the second oldest. Second oldest. How old? How does your siblings? Uh, my sisters. My I think my I can't remember exactly what ages they was. I think my sister was like. I want to say like. 13, 14, and my sister under me, she was like 10 or 9, and then my youngest sister, she was like 6, 5, or something like that. And uh, you were the only one present at the time, as far as seeing it? Yeah, we I was there, but they was in the room, and I was in there with her. Man, um, I can only imagine what that even does, uh, you know, to an 11-year-old um, to see that. Uh, do you remember what you did, like, as far as your reaction to it, or were you screaming, were you crying? Do you remember, like, kind of what went through your head at the time? No, basically, um, when it happened, that my um, my auntie that was in the house too, she had to come. She the one pulled me from under my mama, cause you know I was trying to save her, but she fell on top of me. I was a child then, so she basically the one that pulled me from under my mama, and it was just like a shocker, like just just stuck. You don't know what to do, you know. But man, uh, what? transpired next uh because again this is you know uh again you're a child and you know this is none that you know you should ever have to see uh, or even behold or even have to go through but um i know it got chaotic after that yeah after, after that you know it's, it's trouble you got bad attitudes trouble in school of course um just running the streets i've been packing a pistol since i was 12 years old uh, you know just life change can't be a kid no more. You gotta grow up. You know, it's like I seen who did it, but we was always taught not to snitch. You know what I'm saying? So even at that age, at that age, you knew age. not to tell and even, say who did it. Even with even Rayo, even my mama taught me that though. See what I'm saying? He would stop telling. <laughs> stop telling. So that's just how we were raised. Did they question you about who did it? The police. Uh, yeah, my granny, my granny slapped the shit out of me, made me tell, because I didn't want to tell at first, because it, it, you know, even though it's mama, I was just raised that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's just what it was. But I had to realize, even at 12, that my granny and my sister and them come first. So if this is what they want, I got to give it to them. So it was kind of hard for me at first just to go ahead and let them know <clears> until. <throat> My granny slapped the shit out of me. He was like, you gonna tell them folks what they need to know. And that's just how it went. So that's just, that just how it went. How long did you harbor that, like the feeling like you wanted to get your own get back? Or was that even a thing at that point? Uh, it was always a thing, but I always prayed since I was 12 years old. Like my daddy mama, she, uh, she a godly woman. She taught me to, uh, she always taught us by God and mm -hmm. forgiveness is a big thing. So it was, I, I always wanted to get some get back. I always wanted to, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. in my heart, I always prayed to forgive them when I see them. Yeah. 
Now, as you grew up and you carried that with you, you know, as you say, it was hard with attitudes and going through school. When did that really start to affect you as an adult? Uh, <clears throat> or, or had you, cause you know, sometimes we become numb to things like that. You saw it and it happened, but then, you know, you grow up. Uh, it took me, uh, shout out to my granny. Cause it, uh, it took me seven years of counseling. Okay. My granny put me in counseling when I was 13. So it took, it took, it took, and to, the, to this day, it still take a lot. Like when I get mad or get in that mode, it's this one of the thoughts I have, my mama. And you know, what, what I what I done seen and have to really slow down and, and think and calm down. Man, 14 shots is a lot. Um yeah. and it's very it's over excessive. Um, did she have a chance at all? Do you know? Um she not really. At first we thought she had a chance until they um, found the bullet in her head. So that she had surgery on. Um, she got shot from feet all the way to head up. Mm. So by the time they got to the issue of brain dead, if they would have started the head first, probably, she probably would have um, had a better chance. Man. Um, your daddy at this time, he's incarcerated? Uh, nah, he was, out when, um, he was out when my mama got shot. Uh, does he step up or do anything of that nature? Uh, does he step up? Uh, you know, okay, uh, my daddy been incarcerated. After, after that, my daddy got incarcerated. A couple of months. No, go. So he, oh, he got, daddy, he got incarcerated right after that. Yeah, my daddy got incarcerated when I was nine months. He did ten, uh, ten years. He got out. That happened. Then he got back incarcerated and did, I think, nine years, and then got back out and got incarcerated again and did eight. So, so daddy, there's no male figure in your life, like after you, you this happens to your mom. There's, y'all know your grandma's there, but there's no male figure to come in and from twelve to sixteen, seventeen to kind of guide you. I, or? I know. Now I'm my own daddy. Man. You know, I always ask the question of uh, why. And his, and his daddy a big dog. And, his, his daddy a big dog. Yeah, now, nah, right, right when he got served nine years, uh, he must be, uh, he, mu- he must uh, have that. Yeah, he no, must no, be. No, no, no. Everybody yeah. know, everybody, everybody know Derek Moore. Uh, everybody know uh, twins, uh, the Moors, Derek Moore, Eric Moore. So his daddy, Derek Moore. Oh, okay, uh, dang. Uh, uh, his brother, his other brother is a Derek Moore. His other brother made footwork, footwork page, front page star telegram for killing the nigga that shot him at his mama house before. So uh, his father, his uncles, uh, they notoriously known in the streets in the right. projects. So he got some of the only cousins that went crip when the projects was all blood. So they got so they got four trade gangster crip cousins and they got Truman Street blood cousins. Uh, it's it's a uh, uh, within they family. Uh, they like the Hatfields and McCoys. Yeah. Within their own family, the Moors, cause they so big. Uh, yeah, they so they man, you uh, they they ran the project for generations. So wait, so your your family was beefing from your knowledge, uh, with each other, just from where they stay at. Nah, I wouldn't say uh, well, that. Nah. I wouldn't say they beefing, but you got to think, nigga. Yeah, things twin, uh, twin them four trade gangster crib still locked out to this day. Yeah. And nigga Benny Boy and them super locked out bloods. Yeah, mm-hmm. nah, nigga. So uh, naturally, because of the elements and 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 uh and 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 their ideologies, nigga, they still hold on to it today. So of course they, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. it's it's it. it that 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 divided a lot of cousins, you know? 
I'm curious, Charleston, and why you're here, and I'm gonna let you uh, answer this, DJ, in a second. But for Charleston, for what you push, a situation like that happened to 11 year old boy. What system is in place? Ain't no system to for help no this kid. Ain't, ain't no rules for no kid, homie. Ain't no street rules for no kid. But if you're raised like this, then then let, let, let me just say this, homie. It, it's a lot of us who were raised to tell if, if somebody. If all of us was in the room right now and our grandmothers or our mothers came in and said, who did this? Nigga, some of us were raised to tell. Charleston did it. And all the cousins say, mom, no, Charleston did it. And they helped everybody sort it out. On, on, they family ain't like that. Mm. Uh, uh, me, me and one of his uncles, homie, uh, Eric Moe, nigga, that's that my, my, my nigga. I'm saying he, he uh, and I don't say damn fools uh, to the to, to the extent of of, of 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 criticizing, but but when you a damn fool in the streets, uh, you highly admired for your foolish ways and your foolish behaviors. That's real. So DJ, I gotta ask because you said you started a gang even before you went to your mama. Yeah. You start carrying a pistol at twelve. Yeah. So what do you do after this? You know what I'm saying? You how how deep in the game do you get? I ain't never, I ain't, I ain't never been a gang. Oh, I mean, I'm just a nigga that stayed in my. I'm, I'm I, that, I just stayed in myself. I'm, I'm, I don't like niggas. Say so, so. Just just think about this, homie. You're 11 year old kid. Your mother gets killed by the OG of the neighborhood who everybody looks up to and admire. Not only he OG evil. Nigga, they got an OG. They, listen, they got a little evil and a baby evil. So uh -huh. they done took on these names. So he growing up as 11, 12, 13, 14-year-old kid watching the same, the same gang who's associated, who the leader, one of the yeah. OGs, nigga. So, so nigga, mentally, psychologically, that's some tormenting shit. So not only that, you got, you got, you got uh, you got little evil and baby evil carrying the names of OG evil who done killed your mama and y'all all in the same apartment complex. Come on, huh? Think about the psychological and, and some of your cousins is cool with these niggas in a part of the same game that OG and they still rep the game. You yeah. gotta be torn. That that might put a person on offense. Did you? Uh, yeah. Well, let me just say this. Yeah, I called the police. I called the police on his ass one time. Oh, man. Then when I first went down to the classy lady Started working with them motherfucking kids On two different occasions I seen this nigga put Now nah, I seen this nigga put an AK at the back door To shoot a nigga And uh, uh, I seen him walking across the field One early in the morning Nigga I'm out picking up cigarette butts condoms And I see this nigga walking across the field Toting an AK Nigga I 911 in the last You hear me? <laughs> I thought he was dangerous. Yeah, I mean, but, but, shit. But, but, and, and then I saw, and then I saw he was a ticking time bomb, homie. He was a hothead. Mm. He was a hothead. Hey, can, can, for those that don't understand the four, and words, I called the police. I'm telling the undercover truth. Exactly. I got nine one one motherfucking ass. <laughs> for those who don't understand, like the Truman blood and how deep it is out there, explain that to the folk that don't get that. You being from the funk, oh, it's deep. Uh, only blood neighborhood in Fort Worth. It's deep. It's the only blood. It was it was twenty niggas against two hundred niggas. Mm. Like like nigga couldn't go through there or something. So it was like a, a predominantly crip type I, of set out there. It, it, it was a predominantly blood neighborhood. Oh okay. Uh, it, yeah, it was it was uh, home. They was the only bloods in the entire city. The North Side Crips, the West Side Crips, South the South Side Crips. 
Forest Hill Crips. And you got some Echo Heights Crips. You got some East Side Crips. And you got some East Side Crips. There are no other bloods nowhere outside of Stop Six and 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 the, and the, the Meadowbrook, the the Region CO bloods. Yeah. And, and them niggas became bloods because they were just getting shot at for no reason for being on the east side of town. They just say, okay, man, they shooting at us, we gonna be blood. They were forced to be blood because the niggas just was just coming to shoot at anything on the east side because Stop Six was considered blood territory. The majority of my family, majority of my family blood. Man, you said a lot of them are still active. Like, from, like they what they call it. Because so, <laughs> this, for you, this happened in what year? Cut that down. This happened in 2001. Man. And you ended up um, getting to your door. You ended up getting in some trouble yourself. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, let me say that I graduated, I graduated high school at 16, though. Oh, damn. Okay. I was out, damn. I was out with, damn. Motivation. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. I was out with book smart. I was yeah. pretty smart, too. I didn't catch my first feeling until 30 years old. So I did a lot, got okay. away with it. Now there's a situation where, um, when you gave, when you, of course you were young, you give up the name. He goes to trial. I'm assuming for this. Uh, yeah, I told him. And then, do you go to the trial? Yeah, I told him. Yeah, so you're in, you're at the trial to watch, you know, yeah, everything tried, that happens. Uh, he tried to blame it on my um, my youngest sister, daddy. Oh, nigga. Until um, until the um. Until his lawyer um, said that um, my younger sister, daddy, was in prison in the courtroom. Uh, he stood up and they seen that he was present and all that. So it just it shook the courtroom a little bit. But he, that's what he was trying to who he was trying to blame it on. But I seen who did it. So yeah. So therefore, your testimony, uh, of course, goes into play. Um, they end up sentencing him. How much time did they give him? Sixty years. Sixty years. He, um, this is what he did after he did that with my mama. He um, he went to Virginia and robbed the bank. Oh, this nigga. So when he robbed the bank in Virginia, he tried to uh, he went to a hood in Virginia trying to sell a cell phone. The dude he sold the cell phone to shot him and jacked him. He went to a hotel. He had got shot in his leg. He went to a hotel and checked in, but they followed the blood trail to his room. That's how they caught him. Damn. He was on a run for like I want to say almost like three months or something like that. Damn. So, Do you yeah. feel like uh, justice is served? Uh, when somebody gets 60 years for taking the life of your mother? Uh, man, it's hard. Now, I, don't, man, I really don't know. I mean, some people feel like it's enough time. I mm. feel like, if you ask me, I feel like uh, I for I. I for I for not. God damn. I for not. You know, that's how I feel. I mean, but I forgave the nigga, though. I seen him. Yeah, but I said, you seen him afterwards, right? And like in your adult years. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, 2020 August I was just about to say, listen, hey, right so, so think about this, homie. Uh, this nigga, y'all, I was in the back. I heard him say it. When he was 12 years old, he'd been praying to God to one day to meet him. How the fuck he gonna meet him when he gonna be gone for all these years? So in the 12, so so in his heart, he's saying, God, I want to meet this man one day, so not that so I can kill him, so I can forgive him. Mm. 
How did you get to that point, like, to where you could actually forgive him for that? What was it that allowed children's, you? It was my granny. That's my granny so. raised me to forgive. Like, right. you, you, you walk around with this black cloud on you when you hold stuff in. Yeah. And you, you know what I'm saying? It make you dangerous and it make you cutthroat. Yeah. And I've been living like this for a long time. So, so he coming from the feds. This guy is in the county jail being transferred to come serve the time for his mother's death in state. There's no likelihood for they pass the cross. Mm-hmm. See, See what uh, I'm saying? See, uh, did he apologize? Uh, yeah. He, did. he cried and everything. Oh, no, wait, 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 wait. And right before that, because I want to touch on that meeting. But how likely do you think it was for y'all to even meet each other? Like, it's, that ain't supposed to happen, really. You ain't supposed to see, based on your crimes, whatever you're doing, your mother, you ain't supposed to cross paths with your mother, have contact with your mother's yeah, killer who's already been found guilty of it. Yeah, this is how it happened. Uh, guy in mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I done been, I mean, I survived that shooting. Yeah. He was 14 shots. I was just as close as my mama was. Mm. I done been shot at plenty of times, you know what I'm saying? I, I done been in these streets so long. I done faced death a whole bunch of times and made it out. But, you know, God answered prayers. Like, when I was in the feds and they knew I was finna go, um, I had another case in um, Tarrant County for um, XOs and pistols. I had got caught with before I had went to the feds. Um, fucking with this one nigga. I don't even fuck with niggas, but I jumped in the car with a nigga. He had a whole bunch of XOs, two guns, and weed I didn't know about. I was walking, he gave me a ride, he didn't tell me. But you know what I'm saying? I, he took the case. I ain't tell on him or nothing. He didn't snitch on him. Really I, I told him, man, tell on that nigga. I, I talked to him. Even I said, tell on that nigga. I wouldn't tell on <laughs> Fuck that nigga. <laughs> man, that, that, he got picked up, man. Let me see. They had just put together a motherfucking violent task force in response to a Mother's Day shooting where a nigga shot up a park with 500 people in it. Right? So they put together a Homeland Security. DPS, y'all already know how DPS is when they pull you up the state trooper motherfucker. In game unit. Say, man, the nigga he riding in the car with got a gun on the driver's side and got a gun on the passenger side with the X pills in the back. He ain't got nothing and jump in the car with this nigga and get jammed up. Man, I'm telling you. Hey, man. one thing I say about this nigga though, that nigga called Homeland, he called everybody for me though. Yeah, nah, I mean, goddamn, man. But he know what type of nigga well, I am. He know I don't fuck with niggas. Yeah, oh, like, yeah, yeah, man. Well, uh, well, I, I, I didn't know. Uh, I, I, didn't, I didn't know the feds have been watching him since like December twenty nineteen. That's wild though. But like, niggas should go and take that. Like, nigga, like you, that you know you hopping in with nothing. Like, I don't know who's this. I don't know what's it. Uh, we had the conversation. We got in the tank. You like? I thought you were gonna tell him. I was like, nigga, I ain't gonna tell him. We don't him, even but talk you, about you, it in the tank, nigga. You know, <laughs> no. When they sorted out, different conversation in the tank. Sorted out before we get the booking. Before we get the my granny always, my granny always taught me you need to, you don't get in cars with nobody if you never know what they got. Amen. You know what I'm saying? But I always nah. had my since 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 2017, 16. I've been having my own. Man, listen, I'm walking. Him and his girl just got into it, so he stormed out the house. So he walking. The nigga pull say you need a ride? Nah, I'm good. The nigga go up the street, probably sell some drugs, come back. Hey, you need a ride? Nah, I'm good. He probably go make another bite. Come back. Nigga, I'm not letting you keep walking. Okay, man. I get in. This nigga drive to go make a bite with me in the car. I was walking. Police pulled Minding my motherfucking business. He's sitting and making a bite with me in the car, and all these different law agencies jump out on me. I'm telling, nigga. 
right. So, so, so let's let's see. Um, no. So, so let's No, no, wait, wait. So let's see if you can make Charleston. Let's see if you can make Charleston proud. You know, Charleston. You know, you know. He, he mentioned his Walmart. Uh, you know, his you know love and hate for Walmart. You said you came out scamming at a Walmart. Yeah, I scan Walmart. Did you try to do what a PS5 on some trident gum on the scanner or something? Or? Nah, nah, that's a penny scanner. Damn. All right. So, so, man, listen, so look, I, 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 I used to watch these niggas come into the class and lay the homie in the after hour spot with homie with stacks of hundreds. Homie, them niggas was gambling and betting and just blowing money. Homie, yeah. Say, homie, I just, I just sit behind the board and just see these young niggas just blow money. It, it's funny because you never get hit for the crime that, you know, the big shit. You said it was something petty they got you for. How petty was it? How, uh, oh, no, they got me for the 600000 Oh, damn. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Had no oh, oh, shit. You, you, pausing, uh, you pausing business, bro. You they tried to charge me with 600000 but they only could prove 95000 That's just how the field works. They ain't going to charge nothing they can't prove. Can yeah. they come back and get you? Nah. Yeah, they got a million. Nigga, yeah, nigga. That's all. They got a million. I did my time. Oh, listen, homie, them nigga, whatever game they had, I would have let them niggas were going to Walmart, <laughs> going behind the customer service there, cashing out the money like they the managers and paying themselves like they were getting their paycheck. Nigga. Because they had a key or a code to that shit all oh, yeah. over the country. Oh, yeah, nah, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> that's a joke. Yeah, yeah. Uh, blue collar crimes. <laughs> so, 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 all these young people, homie, these ain't old. This ain't old. Just all these young niggas with this game. I'm sitting back watching all these young niggas probably touch, <laughs> each one of them probably touch half a meal apiece. But the, I, man, but why, why, why not Target, man? Huh? Why not Target? Walmart just seen me. Uh, I just got. I just came and just came across the Walmart. Look, I just took advantage of. It. There you go, man. I'm God damn. So, I do. so, so, so for him, so, so for him to cross paths uh, with that nigga evil, and and and, and his grandmother uh, had already called down to the to the to the to the county jail and made the you know made the sheriff them aware and notify them he's not supposed to cross paths with this man. They're not niggas. Soon as he get there, they put him in the same tank together. Yeah. Soon, uh, I uh, I left. The, I served my time in the feds. I still had the case, Tarrant County. So they packed me up, took me to Tarrant County. I get out the van, they booked me in the Tarrant County, put me on the tenth floor. I think it was uh, it was uh, dorm D. And I come in. So I see my homeboy. They got a murder case. I, I make my bed up, throw my stuff on there. I, I holler at my homeboy. And when he looked at me, he was like, I'm like, nigga, why you looking like you seen a ghost or something? Nigga, what's up? He was like, nigga, we just got through talking about you. So, you know, anybody, that's a normal reaction. Like, nigga, what you talking about me for? You know what I'm I ain't been in here. What you talking about me for? He was like, nigga, come in the dorm. I got to talk to you. Let's go in your cell right quick. So we started talking. So we talking, he easing back by the door. You know, in Tarrant County, when you, get, when you come out the door, you close it and lock. You know what I'm saying? So he easing by the door. He finna get ready by the door. He was like, hey, um, that nigga even heard the one that killed your mama. And I was like, nigga, what? And he closed the door. Boom, and lock it. He told the guard, don't let me back out. Cause and went over there and told the guard what was going on. So when he did that, the nigga Eva came to the um to my to my door to my cell, to the um to the door. And it's a little small little window. So that's how we had our conversation through the door. If I could have put my hands on it, I probably would put my hands on it. But that's how God works. I've been praying to ask him. To forget his man, you know what I'm saying? So, like, we just had a conversation, asking him what's going on, why he do it. He telling me what's going on. Uh, cousins ain't right, you know what I'm saying? And all type of stuff like this. So, in the conversation, I looked at him. I was like, hey, look, nigga, I've been praying. This is my conversation. This is how I tell him. I'm like, hey, look, nigga, 
since I'm talking to you, nigga, I've been praying since I was 12 years old, nigga, to look you in your eyes and tell you, nigga, I forgive you, nigga. I forgive you, nigga, no matter what, it, what else go on right here, I forgive you. So when I said that, the nigga broke down crying. So I can see I, I killed his spirit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The reasons he gave you, did you accept anything he was saying? Nah, it can't, ain't, ain't no reason he can give me for killing yeah. my mama. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's my mama, that's my baby. Oh, uh, man. My, my, my Mexican partner, Jose Rodriguez, uh, he, he killed a neighborhood crime watch of Mexican once before. And uh, he spent 22 years in prison from when we were kids to now. And so I had a speaking engagement at Texas Western University. And we were speaking to a domestic violence class. And uh, I, had a, I had a registered nurse who was gonna come speak, but she called in and counseled, so I needed a speaker. He had just come home from doing those 22 and a half years. And so uh, he came and spoke to that class. And at the end of the class, uh, uh, this, this young lady had went up to Dr. Linton and told Dr. Linton that, that this story that Jose had, had said to sound very familiar. So she went home and told her mom about the speakers. Uh, and and, and uh, her mom said, that's the man that, that killed your uncle. So uh, they sent word back to Dr. Linton to tell Jose Rodriguez uh, that they had forgiven him. Uh, he broke down crying. Uh, it's like he was freed. Uh, I got to hear my victim family say I was forgiven, but I was a kid. I was an 18-year-old kid. Uh, it's like a burden is lifted. Uh, you can't take nobody's life on uh, and live in peace if you don't never uh, hear those words uh, forgiveness from, from somebody. Even even with me too, when I forgave the nigga, it was like a like the cloud just come up off me, like I can live now, like mm. like I can. Crazy. I mean, I I feel like niggas not strong like me. You gotta be a strong nigga to do something like that. The guy put you through the test. You know what I'm saying? I prayed for that every night since 12, and I was 30, 31 when I met the nigga. You know what I'm saying? So for 20 years plus, I've been asking God to let's cross paths. Let me talk to this nigga. Man, when that nigga told me that, I'm saying, how likely can that prayer come true? It ain't supposed to happen. It ain't. This nigga got 20-some years to do in New Jersey. He got 60 to do in Texas. And come on, homie, how can how can that how can God make that happen? Yeah, some niggas will break into jail. Like I break in to meet a nigga. Like it's just I'm telling you, just that's unlikely. But like, yeah. like, like I said, like it wasn't like touchable like I can touch him. He old, but he, he, to be he was on a, he was on the cane too. He old, so my granny had already told me, my granny had already told me she called down to Tarrant County. And he, my granny had already told me he was there. I, he was there before I knew he was there. But she had called down there and told him that I can't be in the room with him. That's the first thing they did. So in my mind, I'm like, I went to jail when he was seven months. You know what I'm saying? I miss my son. I miss my, I miss my daughter. I got a nine-year-old daughter right now. So I miss my granny, I miss my sisters, they need me. So all that play a part when you go to thinking about, and I feel like they was trying to set me up because they knew I was gonna get out. Had to be. Yes. Hmm. But I say stay right there because, the, yeah, this part of your head tell you, man, they trying to get us, get this to cancel each other out yeah. for whatever reason. You, you thought about that? Yeah, I thought about that. I, I feel like they wanted me to do something to them so they can give me some time or they want all that. They just, they want, they want to see us kill each other anyway. You yeah, know, but, I think uh, even when you see the Jeffrey Dahmer situation where, you know, uh, they let, o, you know, Odu was able to get to him. I think guards play into that. Like, hey, yeah. we got the situation. Let's see how it goes. Let's take bets. Oh, yeah, they do that all the time enough. Yeah, yeah, you don't know who, who, who was friends with his mama 
who feels some kind of way because the crime was real, uh, it was real big in the paper. But you gotta also think he got a certain 60 years out here in the Texas penitentiary. Our family did. Yeah. So I ain't have to do nothing to him. He's gonna get his issue down there somewhere. You know what I'm saying? I wanna come, me, me personally, I ain't never been a game member. I've been by myself, so I don't care about proving nothing to no nigga. You know what I'm saying? I got to do what I, I did with what was right for me. You know what I'm saying? What was right for my heart. You forgave him. Yeah, I, th I feel like that was the right thing to do for me. Would you feel a way if something was to happen to him in prison or you would like to see him get live an old, ripe life and die old in prison? No, nah, I wouldn't feel no type of way. He's going to get what he get. I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't be happy. I wouldn't care. Right. You know what I'm I don't, me, I don't be wishing death on nobody. And the only reason I say that because um, you was moving around outside where his other family members are still out and about. Did you ever run into them yeah, and be able to speak with them? It's like this. Like, it's a small, it's a small hood. Like, I've been knowing... I've been knowing his other family member before I knew him, before he ever messed with my mom. Like, uh, like his big cousin used to date my uh, my my daddy's sister. Yeah. So he based I, he been knowing me all my life, but I never blamed them. Yeah. I can't me I, I'm not for I can't blame another man for your for his actions. Yeah. He did that. They ain't telling him to do it. You know what I'm saying? You know it's funny. Um, you know I say it because you know I lost my mom when I was you know uh, almost two decades ago. Do you, with you being a father now? And seeing everything you've seen and seeing what you do, what do you feel like your mom would be doing now uh, if she was still around to be here with you? I know your granny kind of raised you, but what do you think uh -oh. she'll be doing now? If my mom was, I would have graduated. I went to college at seventeen. Yeah, I think I would have graduated college. I've been waiting. I would never went to jail. None of that. She, well, my mama, I couldn't even bring her home. I couldn't bring an eighty-five home on a report card. <laughs> she'll be my she'll be my ass. I have to have a 90 and better. She'll be my ass. I went from from forward school to making 70s and 60s and thinking that's the cool thing to do to making 90s. That's the 90s is up when I moved with her. So like I say, she she worked four jobs. She you know what I'm saying? She bought me my first lawnmower. I started cutting yeah, I started cutting grass at 10 years old when I moved up. So peep game, right? So when I come to the hood with the youth program. Uh, I'm watching all of these young niggas do what they do. And then I'm running the ball at, at night at the after hours spot when they when they put in, when they putting the guns on each other, about to kill each other. Uh uh, but he always he, he always stood out. Uh I, I done stayed at his grandmother's house. Uh uh me, me and his pot, me, me and his uncle, uh Eric, man, we 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 was tight tight. So uh I watched him take his money at one point and try to do something different. Uh, with everything going around, even but long before the feds got on him, uh, and he went and got all this little cousins, homie, uh, and started, and got lawnmowers. So I didn't know his mama bought him a lawnmower. Yeah. He went and got all this little cousins, and got a lawnmower, and got a truck, and had got all them niggas out the blocks and doing what they were doing, homie, and put them little niggas to work. That's when I saw that little nigga was a game-related nigga. Yeah. 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 That's pretty That's pretty Yeah. Do you think your mother, as the father you are with today, you think she would be proud to see what you're doing? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing about my mama, my daddy wasn't in my life all my life, but she never talked bad about him. She never told me one thing bad about my daddy. Amen. She always told me he was a good daddy. If, he can, if he can be in my life, he'll be there, which he's been in my life since he's been out. He's a great daddy. And your granny taught you, you know, don't snitch. Uh, uh, your, your mama, your mama, mama granted, the whole family. Yeah, mama's, uh, mama's uncle. Yeah, everybody said, hey, hey, nigga, keep it to yourself. Yeah. 
2023. Has your thoughts on that changed at all a little bit? I know it still don't snitch. Niggas ain't keeping the solid like they used to though. I mean, I was just I, I just went to the fair. They had 20 pictures lined up in front of me for the Walmart thing. I ain't telling them a soul. Oh yeah, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I ain't I ain't telling I ain't telling nobody. Did anybody tell on you? Yeah. Wait, wait, so wait, 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 wait. So do do I'm on to others as others do on to you? Nah, I'm on a five minute conspiracy. It's only me and four uh, four other females. Uh, one of my cousins, one of my cousins, baby mama's told on me. It's other. a reason why Fort Worth Walmart is shut down. Damn. They only got a few of them here and there. Say man, uh, I used, I, yeah, man, I mean, listen, say man, that's all I can say, man. Them young they were getting some money. Uh, they were getting a lot of money, and, and it wasn't, the, and it wasn't the gift cards. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah now, nah. so, so, but because they was able to go get the money, because man, they were turning, man, they were getting Walmart pay cards as if they was employees going in loading up twenty. Fifteen twenty thousand dollars, as if it's their paycheck, because they got this manager's code. So where the feds came in when they go get the money out the ATM machine, that's what make it federal. When you go get that, withdraw that money. Oh man. Uh, so now, nah, homie, I was watching them. Uh, man, it's a whole little group of them, you know. It, it, uh, you said he was throwing. You said he was blowing the money though. From man, what you see. Uh, well, you know, we we uh, uh, we, yeah, we, we, uh we had the gambling shack, you know, the after hour spot. So you know, them niggas like to gamble. Uh, you know, they go have all them motherfucking me, Michael Jordan tennis shoes. Uh, yeah, yeah, man. They go be, they, they, they go turn the money up to show off. They go burn it. Uh, but one thing, one thing that nigga did do, homie, uh, whatever I did with the kids in the community, uh, that, that, that nigga go, yeah, yeah, yeah. He go have the Halloween candy. He, 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 yeah, he played Robin Hood with the money. Yeah. What, what was the craziest thing you did with the money? I threw seven thousand dollars strip club. Oh, uh, one night they were sweeping the money. They were sweeping literally with a broom. They had like five trash bags. In hindsight, was it worth it to throw seven bags in? Nah, I, I, I said I said and thought about it. It wasn't worth it. You could have you could, you could have the same fun for less than half. No, I was, I was, no, no. Man, you talking about project, baby? But you know, that's what I just to say. Hundred, 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 you hey man, you tried, man. You tried, man. Throw that goddamn money. He tried, he, he, because we, all us around the old nigga pops, homie. So we all pops getting us awesome game. So you know, pops, man. You know, but they young, they cocky. How you gonna tell a young nigga with two hundred thousand dollars in his pockets, and if he throws seven, he gonna get fifteen more tomorrow? Uh, it, it's hard. It, it, uh, man, it's, it's hard to tell them young niggas anything. Well, they, 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 you know, it's crazy. That was my friend I had. I go, yeah. I go in the strip club, I throw, I throw some money. I be like, all right, that shit back double tomorrow. I ain't tripping. Uh, What's so, the thirstiest thing they did in there when you threw the seven, though? Nah, I, me, me personally, I used to go in there. I don't even like strippers to touch me. I don't even like, it was just a, just being there showing out. To me, it was just, nigga, I got, I'm me. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I came from nothing. And then 
when you sit back and think about it, you'd be like, nigga, it's dumb the motherfucker. And you wanted that belly moment experience. Yeah, that moment, like, ooh, look at this. Oh, life. And, and, and shout out, shout out to his daddy, homie, because his daddy took care of the family from the inside too. Oh, yeah. yeah. So. Did you put any money in your daddy books? Like as you was getting to the money? I just put a couple like hundred dollars or something. Like, <laughs> I thought you about to say a couple thousand. <laughs> he was eating good. He was eating good. I'm mean, my daddy, I was my daddy, my daddy, my daddy gonna be straight. My daddy gonna be straight wherever he go. My daddy gonna be my daddy straight. He, you know what I'm saying? Well, DJ, I gotta ask you, um, you know, for the sake of, you know, this interview, um, and from everything you've been through, what have you learned from not only your hood, from the people that surround your hood, and just for you personally, from everything you've been through? Uh it's just I think it just taught me how to be a better daddy. I wanna be here for my kids more. I feel like um growing up without a daddy, you be misled a lot. You know, they, they play a major part in what we do and how we do, how we treat women, everything. You don't got no daddy to teach you. And then you're going to be fucked up out here. All my mistakes I made, I made it for him and my other kid. Yeah, you got, yeah, you a girl dad too. Yeah. So you kind of know both sides of, yeah, that's and a lot so of responsibility. Because like, even with my daughter, she going to know that I never not to date a nigga like me. Damn. You know Man, you saying? said a lot, right? Yeah, you said a lot. I'm a teacher. But I had to go through all this to teach them. You know what I'm saying? Like I had to just, I just I, I never want them to experience some of the stuff I experienced and all that. So all this stuff just taught me to be me. I never deal with niggas. I never hung with niggas. I never I always been by myself. But it just taught me how to be a better daddy and love my kids and to show them the right way. To teach, teach, teach. If he gets some money, he gonna know how to invest in. And I'm he just curious. Uh, you got Charleston here. You got your son here. Yeah. This is a moment in time right here that's gonna live on forever. Um, at what point do you tell your son about the story about your mama, what happened, and all that stuff? At what point do you feel like he's ready to hear that story? Uh, he, he knows Granny did. He's three years old. He's smart. He knows what's going on. Man. I ain't gonna hide nothing from him. Man, Oof. you know he know it. But you, that's just life. You gotta. I, I me personally, I can't let him grow up without knowing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So he okay. know he got to visit the graveyard and see his Granny. You know, so that's why all my kids. Well, there you go, there you go, man. Uh, again, uh, you know, I, I know we're in confined on time, but your story there's much. A, there's a much deeper story about Stop Six that you're a part of that we need to get to. Uh, we'll have time to get to it and stuff like that. But for those that do want to, oh no, go this. ahead, go ahead, Charles. Uh, and let me just say this: uh, a, a lot of the trouble that he got into, uh, even in federal and state court. Oh, 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 we, we. I ain't gonna say we, uh, but just by me being able to talk to him and, and other people understanding. Uh, his history, uh, that's a mitigating factor. That's a that's a that's a mitigating factor where where he where where he's not sentenced to the higher sentencing guidelines to a higher end, uh, because of what he had to endure as a child. You you spoke on you spoke on his uh, situation. Oh uh, man, I, I made a whole bunch of phone uh, calls. He made a whole bunch of calls for me. Oh uh, yeah, homie, I, I I done shook some trees for this nigga here. Yeah. Uh, because because he the old he 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 the old man baby that's pops you know in the streets homie that's 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 one of pops babies, uh so yeah when the old man called and then I took a liking to him just sitting back and watching him from behind the bar, uh when I'm fucking with the kids he come over there and swing the axe with us, uh yeah yeah he throwing the Halloween trick or treat candy yeah so now nah, he 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 was a little Robin Hood with as a young nigga and I'm seeing this that he different uh, amongst them other niggas. Uh, the mother young niggas, homie, uh, and and so yeah, now nah, homie, uh, I I think uh, he was well worth uh, uh, risking 
uh, my reputation uh, in, in my name. Uh, well, yeah. How often, how often do you come across young men like him that is actually worth, you know, like reaching out to or, you know, pouring into? Yeah, all the time. Uh, I, 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 it's a video of me going viral uh, about a 12 year old kid getting Sorry. killed. Uh, and, 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 and I somewhat blame the father uh, from, from, from just listening to the mothers and, and the grandmothers. Uh, and, 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 and I was wrong because the father was just like a key, young nigga, just like him, homie, from the streets, in the streets, and, and just so happened to have his son with him, uh, and this tragedy happened. Uh, so uh, I run across young niggas like that all the time. So I talk to the dad. But, but what the dad did, the dad went uh, and hollered at the old man. Uh, but cause nigga, I was will, I will willing to go to some full links. Uh, yeah. Sound like you about to go there. <laughs> you look like you about to go there. Yeah. yeah uh, you about to go uh, there. Uh, nah, I'm dead. It ain't just for him. I done done that many a time for many of children that have come up dead. Uh, nigga, I done, I done hunted down a nigga that killed, killed Mr. Mr. Leroy, homie, from the south side that fixed transmissions, uh, trying to hide out. So uh, if you violate the community, homie, somebody got to be willing to go there with the nigga that do this kind of wrong to us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So... Uh, so it's a bunch of it's a bunch of uh, little DJs, homie, uh, that I meet in, in the communities and, and even abroad out, out in other cities uh, that I just say, fuck it, homie. Yeah. Yeah. I even lie for you. Man. Yeah, I even lie for you. I, I even say that, yeah, you work with me uh, 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 and you don't work with me and you haven't worked with me. But after this, you're going to work with me. But I come live say you've been working with me. So you've been giving community hours, uh, community service hours that anybody did. <laughs> I ain't gonna say that. Yeah, yeah, that's that's tampering with government documents. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them probation papers is government documents. <laughs> but yeah, I done done it. Fuck it. <laughs> When I first got out, I had to do some community out. He, he said he was from a simple little fishing, fishing program for me. Now, much did he do it? Yeah, well, I went uh, back to jail. He, he went, well, well, see, homie, this is what fucked me up, homie. The feds been watching this nigga do all this, make all this money, only to end up fishing every day, bro. So the nigga, so, 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 but, but, but now at this point, he got a desire to do right. Yeah. Man, fuck this shit. So the nigga started going to go fish every day and then start selling the fish to the Arab stores so they can sell them as minnows. Nigga, that's a good game. Yeah, oh yeah, night part of the yeah, circle of life. So, so here he is, he going fishing. We done dug a little small little, little, little creek pond in the back for the kids to go fishing. So he filling up our tank for fish so we can build our pond. Ah, COVID good. hit, he go to the feds. Uh, so now him and his son fishing. Little nigga caught fourteen fish the other day. Yesterday, oh, how many fish you caught yesterday? Fourteen. Fourteen. Did, did you throw it back or yeah, did you throw it back? There you go. All right, all right. <laughs> Just making sure. Catch him at least. Uh, DJ, I ain't gonna lie, man. For uh, uh, it, has it been hard to make that transition from having all this paper to you know just kind of building it back yeah, the hard. righteous way? Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. 
You get you get sweaty palms when you walk in Walmart nowadays? Like just ooh. I'm not walking in. I be cool. Okay. I get my time. <laughs> <laughs> I get my time. They got they got number machines back there. You can't fool them machines. You know, they almost they almost all sick check. Self checkout now. Yeah, so, you know so, so, so is it up with Walmart and is it Target or like <laughs> you yeah, still fucking Walmart? Can Market, can Market some play? I mean, Amazon, like what yeah. we? <laughs> I wouldn't know because uh, nah, I ain't gonna lie, that little that little Fed thing scared me. Nah, I, hey, I listen, uh, Fed time is dead time. Um, I will say this, man. Uh, you know, just even the name Evil that ring bells off the stop six and stuff like that for him to do what he did to your mother. Uh, the one thing that we didn't do was give your mother. Um, you know. I want you to say her name because, you know, she's mom all day, but she needs, you know, I want you to definitely. Uh, Keisha Kennard. There you go. Um, you know, this is for her. Uh, thank you for even, like, giving us that story because that's, you know, very, very, very personal. Are uh, we going to try to put it on Tubi? We're going to try to turn it into a movie it need, and put it man, on Man, I'm telling you, the, the, uh, the details of it is, you can't, uh, yeah. you can't write that kind of shit. Nah. It just you can't write it. Yeah. It writes itself. Um Someone, yeah, I'm about to write this. Um, oh, but 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 even but even when we see the uh, the tragedy in Chicago with with the 14 year old killing the man for for assaulting his mother, uh, yeah. uh, there are many stories of black women being killed and abused, homie, from niggas like Evil, and, and, and because of their gang ties and their gang affiliation, it has to be uh, it has to be silent pain and silent tears because everybody in the hood has some ties to it because of the nigga status to the hood. It's a whole bunch of niggas in the hood that got big names that do horrible things from, from molestation to rape to murder uh, and because who they are and what they are in the hood, we have to suffer in silence. And, right. and they want the women to be quiet. Like, they go back to the reason why 12 years old I was carrying a pistol. Oh yeah, no. Nah. Because I know I told on a nigga but I wasn't going to let nobody mess with me. You know nah, what I'm saying? I was still gonna walk around my house. I was still gonna do whatever I wanted to do. But so we that fucked up as a race, where a twelve year old kid ha becomes a witness to his mother's death, and he have to carry the banner of a snitch or, or the code of breaking the the shame of breaking the code. Well, now I got to put a pistol. Are we that fucked up, nigga? That's how a three year old can squeeze a trigger and kill a kill a twelve year old, Damn. like what we just seen the other day. So you was carrying a pistol before you ever like felt a woman like. Yeah, Intimately, I stole my first gun. That's crazy, man. All right, well, uh, DJ, man, once again, uh, in Charleston, I thank you for by way of Charleston, uh, coming through here again. There's a bigger story to tell, and we're definitely going to get to it. Um, for those that do want to, you know, follow you, make sure they checking up with you. How can they get at you? How can they follow you? Wow, this nigga ain't on, he ain't got no <laughs> social media platform, <laughs> he ain't got one social media platform. I got Facebook, but I'm not a Social media type dude, like yeah. I don't know. I I guess I got a gift start getting me some. I don't know. I got Facebook. No, I Derek Moore on Facebook. Made matter of fact, uh, after I, after I did the uh, podcast with um, yeah. Dewberry him, the nigga son hit me up in my inbox. Evil son. Damn. He was like, oh, so you the dude that my daddy and mama killed me? I always want to know what was going on. I want to meet you. Woo -woo. In my mind, I was like, man, this nigga trying to set me up or something. Yeah, like, killing this nigga. Uh, but 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 it's just like Pablo Escobar's son and, and the news reporter's son who Pablo killed. They grew up to become best friends because yeah, one right, wanted right. because one wanted to know right. about the other's pain. Right. And that's how he that's how he came in. He was like, and he told he was like, I'm sorry for what my daddy did woo, and all that. So I was like, man, it, I was uh, confused. The like, sins of our father. That's crazy. 
That's the crazy. Sin, the sins of our father. So that, that so that that child is carrying the shame and the sins of his father and, and won't yeah. All the way from Cali. He from me and Cali. Damn. You know what I'm saying? So that's how the, that's how the movie ends, man. Fade to black, uh in credits. There you go. There you go. DJ Charleston, man. Hey, I appreciate you for coming through, man. Real life situation. Uh I gotta say it, man. Sit on this couch, man. You you're part of a a, a, a huge crowd, so definitely thank you for your story. Yes, you are a real life street star, man. We salute it, man. DJ Charleston.